reflection in a mirror. You're listening to the song Vampire Hunter from the musical artist figure. I'll tell you what, vampires suck, literally. And if you ever come across one, I'm hoping I can find a good vampire hunter in my local Yellow Pages. Mm Mm-hmm. I miss the good old Yellow Pages, and I hope to never meet a vampire. Welcome to another great episode of of DK's Amp Podcast. Thank you for putting up with my three-week-or-so hiatus from podcasting over the past few weeks. I personally have received some great feedback from y'all. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all those comments, and please keep them coming. All right, uh, you know what? I've been able to discuss uh, other, other ways to make sports different why music is so awesome, and I was able to get my in my sister's faces for not introducing me to The Clash when I was a ripe old age of two. You know, I think that that lack of releasing The Clash to me was just blatant not looking after your younger brother. That's right. All right. Today is a very special day. I'm on location at my favorite bar, restaurant, volleyball venue, Oakstone Recreational in Cottage Grove, Wisconsin. This episode is rightfully titled, An Interview with a Restaurant Owner. No, it's not like the 1994 movie classic, An Interview with a Vampire, starring Brad Pitt, Christian Slater, and Tom Cruise. Today, I am actually with a live human being, not the undead. At least I think so. I can't say I've ever seen this guy's reflection in the mirror or anything. I have a very special guest with me. He's a friend first, but also the owner of this great establishment, or one of the owners of this great establishment. He's the one and only Tim Davidson. Well, let's get started. Uh, welcome, Tim. How are we doing, Darren? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. Thank you very much for joining me for episode six of DK's Am Podcast. First question. I really need to address the elephant in the room right now. Are you a vampire? Not a vampire, at least from what I know so far. I haven't decided. (laughs) Good, good. That's good. I just wanted to make sure this whole restaurant thing wasn't a front for drinking people's blood. It's not a cover-up. That's good. (laughs) No cover-up here, folks. (laughs) No unsuspecting souls are going to turn into vampires today, at least as far as we know. I have to ask you, what is your favorite vampire movie of all time? All right, that's an easy answer. It's going to be The Lost Boys. I know uh, you might have some partial feelings to that one as well, as I may have read ahead a little bit. But uh, yeah, that's that's definitely the most classic uh, vampire movie in my lifetime that I can remember. You know, other than uh, the the ever great Twilight series that I may or may not have seen much of. I will say this: I have watched a few Twilight episodes, but not on my own dime. I don't think it's for vampires; it's more for love stories. <laughs> yes, it's definitely a love story <laughs> with death. But you know what? I don't think a lot of people really die in the Twilight series. It seems it seems pretty PG for everyone. It is PG, but I'll tell you what: you know, mine's mine's the Lost Boys too. I mean, you have the two Corys both in the same movie. I wanted to be both of them. I wanted their hairdos because <laughs> I thought they were the coolest things in sliced bread. You know, 
what was it? Eighty-seven. It came out. Yeah. I think I saw that movie at least twenty times. Yeah, the two the two Corys. You could have maybe molded them into one figure to be yourself. You really? I could. did see. Yeah, Kiefer Southern Sutherland is in that movie. Yeah. That's that was a throwback right there. And that just means that that one individual gets to do twice as much drugs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's quit farting around. You know, that's a fun term that my dad always throws around. At least he did when I was growing up on a farm. Quit your farting around. We got a lot of work to do. <laughs> All right, so tell me a little bit about this almighty Oakstone Recreational. What happens here? Uh, well, we are a full-service bar, restaurant, and then an indoor volleyball facility. Uh, we offer... Um, event space, banquet space, so we can do weddings, parties, pretty much anything on your list we made sure we'd be able to handle. Nice, nice. Well, I've experienced this place for quite some time, and I do enjoy a good beer here from time to time. How'd the, how'd the history of this come about? I mean, who, who had the idea? So I think it was, uh, it was a little bit of a collaboration between myself and Josh, the other, one of the other owners. Um, and also a collaboration between him and his wife, who, you know, had similar ideas going the same way, and it kind of just happened, and uh, uh, I was free or, or ready to move on and own something, and I know he, w- he was ready to get going, and then Jen kicked him in the ass financially and said, we can make this happen, and I said, yeah, I'm on board, so very cool. we went for it, yeah, and the name comes about from, uh, from uh, they live on uh, Oak Terrace or something like that. Their friends live on a uh, Brook Haven or something mm. like that. So the name just got combined. So they would call their like family parties and little get-togethers like Oakstone Christmas, Oakstone Date Night, and then you know someone just mentioned that'd be a pretty cool name for the bar, and I felt like I could sell that. So no objections. Awesome. When did this officially open? Uh, so we did end up uh, doing a little bit of a early start. Um, September 3rd, we opened for our leagues in 2019. Um, but we did do our full grand opening on October 12th. So sim- towards the end of October, we were we were full bore, ready to roll. Very good. I think you did open September 3rd, and I think I was here September 5th for when the Thursday night league <laughs> yep, started. Yeah, you, yep. missed, yeah you, you weren't on the early night. Correct, correct. All right, uh, so tell me, who are all the owners? You already mentioned a few of those fine folks. Yep, so uh, it's myself, Tim Davidson, um, Josh Vin Lewin, his wife, Jen Vin Lewin, and then we have Joe Cutlargic, that is a, all four of us are owners here. Very neat, very neat. You got a signature drink behind the bar? We, uh, we have, uh, we've introduced a few different ones, but uh, for the most part, the one that's sticking is we have a Downdren's Immature Brandy Honey Old Fashioned that we serve on uh, Friday nights for fish fry. Um, and that one, we actually get the liquor from the local distillery, Downdren's Distilling. Wow. Well, that sounds good. Now, I'm, you served me a chocolate stout today. What? Who makes this? Uh, the chocolate stout is Three Sheeps. It's called Bonbon. Nice. Nice. Yeah, you guys rotate through your taps quite a bit, which I like. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been in bars and restaurants forever, and that's something that I try to stay, uh, stay on top of. I don't like to get stuck with stuff because I like new beers. Even if it's my favorite beer, I tend to get sick of it eventually. Yes, yes. So now let me ask you this. What's your personal favorite thing on the menu or drink? What, what's your favorite thing here? Well, I pretty much like all the drinks. If anybody knows me, they'd know that I like all the drinks. But uh, uh, as far as menu items go, um, I'm pretty keen to the pesto chicken. Uh, we had a fancy grilled cheese we were doing for a while, and we are you know, working on a new menu here that we'd like to, to bring out pretty soon gotcha gotcha yes i've had that fancy grilled uh, fancy grilled cheese and i've even had it with an egg in it oh, when it was your breakfast sandwich 
phenomenal. That one is now. That's a, that's a new item now. We awesome. have a breakfast grilled cheese. Yeah, well, last time I was here, I heard through the grapevine, a.k.a. Josh, that yeah. you guys do have a new menu. So when, when can we see that? Uh, the new menu, um, we're actually just kind of finalizing a lot of it, but we are... Um, you know, just kind of waiting to see what happens with the uh, restrictions with COVID and all that stuff. We don't mm. we don't feel it's too necessary to introduce a brand new menu when we can only have a 25% capacity or 50% capacity. I got So you. it should be, you know, within a month. Nice. Good. I'll tell you what, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about the sport that is really all about this place. I, I miss volleyball. Like, I miss it a shit ton. <laughs> so let's let's start chatting a little bit about how the community of Dane County has such a great volleyball scene. It's it's huge. Yeah, no, agree? it's 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 huger than I had ever known. I uh, I'm not from uh, Dane County. Um, I'm actually grew up in Columbia County for the most part through high school and stuff. And I I don't think I touched a volleyball other than in gym class the couple times they made you. And I'm pretty sure we weren't doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I moved up here and I, uh, actually ended up getting in some fun leagues and, and turned out I was, you know, pretty decent at it once I got trying and, uh, now I'm in competitive leagues all the time. And, you know, once this knee heals up, I'll be back out there as soon as we can. So gotta love knee injuries. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, I, I just want to play. I really do. And I remember coming here and just the whole scene of everybody really supporting you guys right out of the gates. The volleyball community wanted a place, at least from what I saw, to have a, a, a location that was indoors, clean, a beautiful floor, the temperature was right, right, and it was new. Yeah, there was a lot of things. I mean, there's a lot of places to play around here, but we, we tried through the building process to really overthink things and, and try to make sure that we're thinking of, you know, temperature and, and lighting and, you know, just putting garage doors around the entire um, gym. You may not ever open them, but mm -hmm. you can see sunlight. You don't feel like you're trapped inside when you're playing, you know. Right. Yes, it definitely allows the sunlight in. I believe I actually wore my sunglasses during a tournament here once. Well, now, now we got <laughs> the nice, uh, the nice uh, retractable screens on all the doors. Blocks a bunch of the glare. So now oh. we're going to get the uh, upper windows tinted so that... We'll be all set for tournaments. You're right. The early morning sun will get you out there. I like that. I like that. All right. Well, let me ask you this: Do you do you have any plan to reintroduce um, your your volleyball here to the community? Since I know your your summer leagues had to shut down early. Yeah. So we um, we, we were only fortunate in the fact that we hadn't um, we hadn't planned for summer volleyball. Other than that, would be a thing we were going to do. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't part of our you know structure or budget or anything. So at this point, we're just trying to you know, follow the rules and make sure we get through this, this pandemic situation. And then, uh, and then look into as soon as we're allowed to, we're throwing nets up, we're going to play. So, um, for the, for the most part, uh, because we didn't have prior leagues, we'll probably focus on doing some smaller, like nightly tournaments or something like that. Like five teams sign up, you play from six to close and then, you know, go from there. Good. I like that idea. You know, it, it keeps it safe. I see some volleyball venues are really trying to open up but then again you have play, or, uh, counties like columbia county where it's anything goes everything yeah everything surrounding seems to be a uh, fair game for for whatever they want to do so we're taking our time we, we definitely want to follow the rules we want to get through it and and just make sure that we don't have to deal with this in the fall when we really want to play volleyball have you tried talking to the county to extend their to bring their county lines in a little bit so you're fall into jefferson county yeah so, <laughs> so we yeah we, we we haven't um but like i said we're, we're 
Most most importantly, we want to make sure that this goes away, not not just goes away for the summer. So. I hear you. No, that's great that you guys are doing it safe. You know, the the COVID nineteen thing really threw a huge curveball at your business structure. It really did. How have you guys cope, been coping with this mandatory shutdown? Well, um, for us, it's been the community. To be honest, I mean, we we opened this place for for a lot of a uh, lot of reasons, but the main one being that you know volleyball that was going to be our main push and. Uh, we ended up doing things right the six months that we were open, and the entire community, Cottage Grove, all volleyballers, in and out, getting carry out. I mean, they, they kind of carried the weight for us there for a little while. So it's been nice to be open the last week and a half, week, two weeks, for with uh, 25% capacity because now people can come in and enjoy the space again. That's right. That's right. You know, I was one of those people that came in to help support you guys just getting takeout meals all the time and growler from, uh, from this brewery or that brewery and – taking it home and enjoying it for the weekend. I, I really saw the local community and the volleyball community really come to support you guys. They really want to see you It was succeed. huge, yeah. I think they just wanted to make sure they went out of their way to, to make sure that we were here after all this because uh, there's still a lot of people that come in that still have never been here or still have never heard of us. So mm-hmm. it's, it's cool to see people get carry out and go, can't wait till you open, we're going to be there. So. Yeah. Well, I talk to my friends quite often and I, I tell them, oh, I'm going to Oakstone for dinner. Where the hell is that? Yep. Well... Hopefully something like this can get the word out a little bit more for you. Yep, that would help. What can we look forward to at Oakstone in the future? Uh, future was uh, just basically continuing on what we were doing. Um, the, the last uh, couple months we were open, we were you know, just, just hitting everything from fundraisers to uh, tournaments. I mean, anything. Uh, weddings, we're, we're looking at, well, we wanted to do graduation parties, as I'm sure did most of the seniors. But uh, but we had to put that one on hold. But, yeah, we're, we're ready to go as soon as they... Uh, they take the reins off, and we'll uh, we'll be ready for anything. Sweet, yeah, I can tell you guys are just itching at the bit to get this place running full staff again. How do you? Why don't you tell the listeners on how they can get a hold of you guys? Um, so uh, the address here is three hundred four Commerce Parkway in Cottage Grove. It's at the very end of the business park on the left, just off the interstate. Um, we do have a website that we update our menu and uh, daily specials on um, frequently, and then including uh, volleyball signups when that comes back around. That's all available. That's at oakstonerec.com, oakstonerec.com. Or if you just want to give us a call to place a carryout order, uh, or if you have any other general questions, it's 608 688 2043. Sweet. Anything else you want to tell our listeners today? No, I mean, if you haven't been here, I hope uh, hope we get to see you soon. Maybe you can bring uh, this guy Darren down with you. He'll tell you which beers to get. For sure. <laughs> yeah, there you have it. Come check out Oakstone Recreational for some good food, beer, spirits, and most importantly, volleyball. I'll tell you what, you're not going to be disappointed. Okay, one last question. Are you for sure, like 100% sure you're not a vampire? Uh, I think I'm going to take the fifth on this. I can't really decide right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Well, I'll tell you what. I actually did see his reflection in uh, in a mirror recently. So the good news is, is I can tell that he's not a vampire. I saw my reflection uh, in the mirror when I was checking out how well my face is peeling from getting a (laughs) massive sunburn this weekend at my sister's pool. So I know I'm not a vampire. So that is all good. Um, I'll tell you what, I have a ton of, uh, of material for future podcasts that I'm working on right now. I was actually just talking to my uh, my brother-in-law about having a fun one with some family members coming up, maybe around the 4th of July-ish. Just need to get them up from Florida. So, uh, But you know what? 
just got to find some time to do it. That's the main thing in my life right now. My work's starting to pick back up. Fun things are picking back up. It's summertime, so I'm out enjoying the sun. Um, you know, I'll probably be back at you with another interview episode in a few weeks or so, so just get ready for that. Since both Tim and I have now established that we are, in fact, not vampires. Maybe. I'll leave, maybe. <laughs> He's still pleading the fifth, maybe. I'll leave you with a great track from the band Falling in Reverse, rightfully titled, I'm Not a Vampire. Just, uh, just want to thank you, Tim, for taking the time to talk to me a little bit, letting me come here to your fine establishment and welcoming me in, even though I'm kind of a crazy dude from time to time. I haven't been kicked out of here yet, so thank you. Well, I appreciate it, man. We appreciate you having us on and uh, just you know getting the word out about Oakstone and letting people know we're, we're still out here. We're ready for you. Good. All right, well, folks, until next time, I'm out.